Section fifteen of Hero and Leander. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Martin Giessen. Hero and Leander by Christopher Marlowe and George Chapman. Section fifteen. The sixth Sestiad, part two night close and silent now goes fast before the captains and the soldiers to the shore on whom attended the appointed fleet at sestos bay that should leander meet who feigned he in another ship would pass which must not be for no one mean there was to get his love home but the course he took forth did his beauty for his beauty look and saw her through her torch as you behold sometimes within the sun a face of gold formed in strong thoughts by that tradition's force that says a god sits there and guides his course his sister was with him to whom he showed his guide by sea and said oft have you viewed in one heaven many stars but never yet in one star many heavens till now were met see lovely sister see now hero shines no heaven but her appears each star repines and all are clad in clouds as if they mourned to be by influence of earth outburned yet doth she shine and teacheth virtue's train still to be constant in hell's blackest reign though even the gods themselves do so entreat them as they did hate and earth as she would eat them off went his silken robe and in he leapt whom the kind waves so liquorously clept thickening for haste one in another so to kiss his skin that he might almost go to hero's tower had that kind minute lasted but now the cruel fates with arte hasted to all the winds and made them battle fight upon the hellespont for either's right pretended to the windy monarchy and forth they break the seas mixed with the sky and tossed distressed leander being in hell as high as heaven bliss not in height doth dwell the destinies sate dancing on the waves to see the glorious winds with mutual braves consume each other o oh, true glass to see how ruinous ambitious statists be to their own glories poor leander cried for help to sea-born venus she denied 
to boreas that for his atheia's sake he would some pity on his hero take and for his own love's sake on his desires but glory never blows cold pity's fires then called he neptune who through all the noise knew with affright his wrecked leander's voice and up he rose for haste his forehead hit gainst heaven's hard crystal his proud waves he smit with his forked sceptre that could not obey much greater powers than neptune's gave them sway they loved leander so in groans they break when they came near him and such space did take twixt one another loath to issue on that in their shallow furrows earth was shown and the poor lover took a little breath but the cursed fates sate spinning of his death on every wave and with the servile winds tumbled them on him and now hero finds by that she felt her dear leander's state she wept and prayed for him to every fate and every wind that whipped her with her hair about the face she kissed and spake it fair kneeled to it gave it drink out of her eyes to quench his thirst but still their cruelties even her poor torch envied and rudely beat the baiting flame from that dear food it ate dear for it nourished her leander's life which with her robe she rescued from their strife but silk too soft was such hard hearts to break and she dear soul even as her silk faint weak could not preserve it out oh out it went leander still called neptune that now rent his brackish curls and tore his wrinkled face where tears in billows did each other chase and burst with ruth he hurled his marble mace at the stern fates it wounded lachesis that drew leander's thread and could not miss the thread itself as it her hand did hit but smote it full and quite did sunder it the more kind neptune raged the more he raised his love's life fought and killed as he embraced anger doth still his own mishap increase if any comfort live it is in peace o thievish fates to let blood flesh and sense build two fair temples for their excellence to rob it with a poisoned influence those souls gifts
starve the bodies are held dear in ugliest things sense sport preserves a bear but here naught serves our turns o heaven and earth how most most wretched is our human birth and now did all the tyrannous crew depart knowing there was a storm in hero's heart greater than they could make and scorned their smart she bowed herself so low out of her tower that wonder twas she fell not ere her hour with searching the lamenting waves for him like a poor snail her gentle supple limb hung on her turret's top so most downright as she would dive beneath the darkness quite to find her jewel jewel her leander a name of all earth's jewels pleased not her like his dear name leander still my choice come naught but my leander o oh, my voice turn to leander henceforth be all sounds accents and phrases that show all grief's wounds analyzed in leander o oh, black change trumpets do you with thunder of your clang drive out this change's horror my voice faints where all joy was now shriek out all complaints thus cried she for her mixed soul could tell her love was dead and when the morning fell prostrate upon the weeping earth for woe blushes that bled out of her cheeks did show leander brought by neptune bruised and torn with cities ruins he to rocks had worn to filthy usuring rocks that would have blood though they could get of him no other good she saw him and the sight was much much more than might have served to kill her should her store of giant sorrows speak burst die bleed and leave poor plaints to us that shall succeed she fell on her love's bosom hugged it fast and with leander's name she breathed her last neptune for pity in his arms did take them flung them into the air and did awake them like two sweet birds surnamed the acanthides which we call thistle-warps that near no seas dare ever come but still in couples fly and feed on thistle-tops 
to testify the hardness of their first life in their last the first in thorns of love that sorrows past and so most beautiful their colours show as none so little like them her sad brow a sable velvet feather covers quite even like the forehead cloth that in the night or when they sorrow ladies use to wear their wings blue red and yellow mixed appear colours that as we construe colours paint their states to life the yellow shows their saint the dainty venus left them blue their truth the red and black ensigns of death and ruth and this true honour from their love death sprung they were the first that ever poet sung End of section fifteen. Recording by Martin Geeson in Hazelmere, Surrey. End of Hero and Leander by Christopher Marlowe and George Chapman.